maybe the enemy has enslaved you and been like, you will never, ever become free. This is just who you are. You've just been a porn addict for 10 years. So that's just who you are. It's fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But this Bible verse just says right here, there is no temptation that God will not provide a way out of for you. Yeah. And I just think that verse is so powerful because I think so many people believe that lie that they're just stuck or that it'll always be this way. But no, you can find freedom. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. My name is Caden Fabrizio. I am your host of this wonderful podcast where in every episode we take one question, we dive as deep as we can, and we answer it as biblically, as relevantly, and powerfully as we can. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, I hope last week you really enjoyed our episode. Um, We talked about sin. We asked the question, am I a sinner? And I believe it is one of the episodes that we just gave people freedom and revelation um, and so if you didn't listen to that one, um, go ahead and go listen to that one after this one. Don't stop listening to this one. Go listen after. But uh, before we jump into today, before I introduce our awesome guest that we have, I just want to say if you are enjoying this podcast, I think this is episode four or five now. I can't remember. I think it's four. Um, just be sure to leave a review if you would like. Um Share with a friend, subscribe on YouTube, like here on YouTube, um, and just every single share that you do really just helps us out so much here at Cash Questions with Caden. The goal is to just share the hope and the message of Jesus, and the more that we are able to share and just get the message out, the better. But hey, today we have uh, Janine Amapola coming on the podcast. Janine is one of my best friends in the whole world, somebody I love so, so much. She is actually one of the most requested guests on the podcast. I, she is so busy. I'm so honored that she would take time out of her schedule to come on the podcast. She's genuinely one of the best people I know. She's one of those people that is amazing on social media. She's amazing with her own podcast, um, but she's even better in person. If you don't know who Janine is, Janine is Janine is a influencer. She is a speaker. She is the host of the Happy and Healthy podcast, and she's a YouTuber. But more than that, she is just a girl that has an amazing desire to share the love and message of Jesus. I think she's going to just blow your socks off with today's topic. And today's topic was 100% her idea. She texted me earlier in the week, and I had another topic in mind, and she felt like God was prompting this topic. So today we're going to jump into it, um, and I cannot wait for you guys to listen. Uh, one, two, three. Let's talk, <laughs> talk about, about sex, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about purity. Hey. hey. That was fire. <laughs> okay, that was fire. Kate has bars. Hey, Janine, thanks for coming on the podcast. How are you? Um, you know what? I'm I'm okay. I mean, I'm doing really well, but you know, as I was saying before this, you know, I'm just going through some stuff, but yep. I'm okay. Well, thank you for coming on, regardless of your stuff. Mm-hmm. And lots of, uh, stuff. lots of, I mean, you got a ton of stuff. I mean, every yeah, time I mean, I'm with you, I'm room. like, so much stuff. I feel like a hoarder. I mean, you are. Every time oh. I'm at your house, I'm like, you got to get, you got to get a hold of that. For all the times you've been at my, actually, that's a lie. You have been at my house how many times? I don't. I'm not really keeping track, but. You Maybe have I'll been start. Here. I have. I have been, been there. Here. I've been there. Everyone listening, I've been to Janine's house. You don't been there. I've been there. Hey, um, like I said in the intro, Janine is one of my 
one of my bestest friends. I love her so much. We actually just got back um, from a trip about a month ago. A big group of us went to Tahoe, and I watched Janine destroy her butt. Like, (laughs) on the... Why you gotta bring that? Why you gotta do me dirty like that? On the mountain, we're snowboarding, and Jay is oh. like maybe two feet in front of me. And Jay's a shredder; like she boards really good. Oh wow! And Thank you. um, she like pulls her phone out to text and just eats it. And like when I say the pain in Jay's face, like the pain face she made was. I, I have PTSD and I didn't even no get one, hurt. No one believed me that it hurt that badly. The only person that genuinely believed me was you yeah. because you saw it. Everyone's like, get over it. You're being a baby. I'm like, if you could just see me from Caden's perspective, you would know how badly it still hurts to this day. Does still it hurts. actually? You're yeah. actually still in pain? Oh, well, I also my. went snowboarding in Colorado and I fell like one more time and I kind of re-bruised it. So that was just stupid on my behalf. Yeah, but you did witness it, and I'm like, no one else believes me. Talk to Kaden. I witnessed the pain. I yeah. witnessed Janine's downfall. Hey, today we're gonna have a conversation that um, I'm honestly excited about. It. I've been excited about it all week. I've been really excited about it today. Um, when I reached out to Jane, and was like, hey, would you be willing to come on my podcast? I had another question in mind. It was something a little mm-hmm. bit simpler. <laughs> and Jay texts me like four or five days ago and goes, hey, why don't we talk about purity? And I took a deep breath and I was like, let's do it. So I'm really, I'm really excited. I think this is a topic that is um, so needed in this world. The more and more we um, continue to view culture and culture continues to evolve, we see the over-sexualization of culture. And mm-hmm. um, it becomes harder and harder as a Jesus follower to live in this way. And so today's question that we are asking is, does purity matter? And it is a massive question. It's one that um, it's one that I think more people need to spend more time on. It's super biblical, and I'm really excited for today's um, combo. As always, we read two foundational scriptures to set the tone for our conversation. Um, Jay, do you want to read the first one, and I'll read the second one? Let's freaking go. Okay. But, so First Timothy four twelve says, "Do, do mm, that's not what it says. What it says. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity." I love it. And Psalms one nineteen nine says, "How can a young person stay pure by obeying your word?" And I was just reading all of Psalm one nineteen actually, and um, to go even further. It says, after verse 9, it says, I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And I think that really is going to be the answer for today is getting in the presence of God, getting his word in your heart, and finding a way to live intimate with him and then walk purely. Um, Jay, do you want to pray for the podcast and then we'll jump in? Absolutely, yeah. Um, Lord and just Holy Spirit, we invite you into this podcast. Um, yeah. Lord, would you just show us what to say and how to speak truthfully about the way that you see purity, not just how we see purity, because our, our own viewpoint of purity could be different than yours, God. And so we really want to just speak from what your word says that, you know, what Psalm 19 says that we can know what to do by obeying your word and we can walk in purity by obeying your word. And so, Lord, help us um, communicate this clearly. Help us be a podcast that's not here to shame anyone or guilt anyone. No. But de- just to bring freedom and shed some light on this and allow people to know that they're less alone. Um, and just to hopefully provide some freedom and answers for people that are looking for that. And it's in your name. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. So today with our podcast, 
as always, we're asking a big question. Does purity matter? Yeah. And I think a lot of times when you ask a big question, it unravels into a lot of smaller questions. And in order to answer the big question, you have to unpack so much. And before we jump into all these other little questions that I felt like this kind of opened up in my own mind, I know Jay had some too. Um, and I call Janine Jay. I'm definitely not going to call her Janine <laughs> in this podcast. But no. So if you're like, who's Jay? It's not some dude. It's, it's Janine. Um, and I just want to say before we start, listen, I know that when it comes to purity and it comes to being a Jesus follower, it gets to one of those things where people like to try and um, categorize it in the lane of like a rule or regulation and kind of in the lane of like religion. And you know me, I'm not ever preaching religion on here. I'm going to preach Jesus. I'm going to preach relationship with him. But like any good parent, they are going to lay out some, some guidelines for the betterment of you and the protection of you. And so today I want you to have a perspective as we talk that God being the good father that he is, he has the best in mind for us. And so even when we go to, we go to address a topic like purity, we want to address it by saying a good father has good things for us and even good regulations. He's not holding out on us, but he has the best in mind for us. And so Janine, when, when we talk about purity, um, first of all, what does the Bible say about purity and what does purity look like in today's world um, and in, in this culture? Yeah, a big question. But yeah, I mean, I like that you even just talked about how he's a good father and any good parent's going to want to protect their kids. Yeah. And the Bible talks about, you know, in Proverbs, how um, the father disciplines those he loves. It's not that he just disciplines us just to discipline us, to punish us. Yeah. It's because he loves us. And so he has a unique plan for purity, for your sexuality, for how you use your body, what you're looking at, what you're consuming, what you're doing by yourself, who, what you're doing with other people. I mean, what you're watching, all those things, he has a plan for that. And he's, he's, um, it, it, you know, laid down these quote unquote laws for your protection because he loves you, because he knows that if you follow his ways, it will bring you life and it won't bring you more shame and guilt and regret and condemnation. And I think a lot of people, and I know we'll get to this at some point too, just about, you know, God doesn't want you to have fun, but it, it really genuinely is for your protection. And, you know, part of my story yeah. just for, to kind of lay down the, the, the preconceived ideas or notions you might have about me, you're probably thinking, well, y'all have this all figured out. You know, you're these Christian influencers, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm laughing because I don't think that's true at all. Um, yeah. you know, I'm not a virgin. I didn't wait till marriage. I wish I did. Um, definitely had a rough pass with this type of stuff. And so now being on the flip side of really walking in purity for the last six years, um, and really seeking Christ in all of this, you know, I don't have it all figured out, but I would, can say, you know, faithfully, like I've done this, uh, to the best of my ability of just trying to walk with the Lord and seek purity in everything that I do. And so I'm on the flip side to be able to be like, wow, I so see why God wants us to have purity in motives, purity in our yeah. heart, purity in our actions, yeah. purity in our thoughts, what we're watching, consuming, what you're doing with other people, like I was just saying. And so it, it just <clears throat> matters because it just shows, it reveals your heart and what's inside your heart and what's kind of nasty in there that he wants to clean out. Um, and so again, I'm not here to shame you. I'm here to say, Hey, I've been there, done that, but here's why it still matters and why I think it is for our protection. Yeah. And I think it's huge too, for us to realize when we're talking purity, like Jay said, we're not just talking, um, about you and your significant other or you and someone you meet at a bar. We're talking about, um, the way you think, 
We're talking about your thought process. We're talking about what's in your heart. We're talking about what you do alone, what you watch, what you think when you see someone. We're talking about all yeah. those things because really the Bible likes to encapsulate purity in the term of sexual immorality. And so what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're living sexually pure. We're living sexually moral to the, to, um, the standards that God placed for us. Like Jay said, not because um, there's condemnation, not because there's – not because there's penalty, not because like you're just a terrible person and you're going to go to hell if you had sex, like, but because there's freedom and because there's purpose and because there's so much more for your life than um, potentially what the world would like to promise you. And just it goes back to 1 Timothy 4.12. I, I love this verse because um, we have a lot of young people that listen to this podcast, um, 18 to 25 is like our, our sweet spot. And um, I love it because Paul's talking to Timothy and he says, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young, which is the first part of this. And the second part is be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. And I think that it's crazy that Paul actually, he loops in purity with things like the way you live, with love, and with faith. He loops basically what I would call the three main points of Christianity in with purity. And so what that says to me is that there's a big emphasis on our sexual identity, and there's a big emphasis on where our identity is placed sexually. And it needs to be placed in Jesus. It needs to be placed there first. And um, later also, 2 Corinthians 6, 6, Paul says again, we prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, and I think it's crazy, again, that he loops in purity with understanding, patience, and kindness. Because in order for us to carry this purity, it's going to take us carrying a larger understanding of who Jesus is. Because if we have a limited view of him, we're going to have a limited view of, of how we live. And like Jay said earlier, you hear a lot of people say, like, but God just doesn't want me to have fun. Like, I literally, Jay, I was talking to a, uh, a friend, like, a few, literally a few days ago. And... um she would not consider herself a believer and she was like teasing me for like not um having sex for waiting till marriage Mm. and um I was like (laughs) I was like I was like I don't know why you're teasing me she's like I don't understand why you just don't want to have fun Mm. and what would you say to someone that carries that perspective or maybe let's talk to um maybe even believers listening to this podcast that struggle with that perspective a little bit saying like yeah it's fun you know like what's you know what's wrong with that Gosh, okay, this is such a loaded question. Um, yeah, I just loaded you up. So don't choke. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I mean, okay, I actually wrote this verse down, and it's Romans thirteen fourteen, and it's rather clothe yourself, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of your flesh. A lot of what we're doing right now is delayed gratification. So, of course, sex is fun. Hooking yeah. up is fun. Being with people is fun. Doing all that stuff, it's fun. I'm not here to say that. Of course, God created it. And so he's like, yeah, of course I want to make it pleasurable and fun because obviously we wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun and wasn't pleasurable. And so it's not that you don't want to have fun. It's just that, hey, I'm going to choose to delay my gratification. I'm going to choose not to just pick what I want right now because what you want right now is often not good. Because I think a lot of times we're just like, well, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just this one night stand or it's just this, you know, fun relationship. We're just sleeping together. It doesn't really mean anything. And I think a lot of people are just denying the fact that there is a really big impact that it's going to have on you down the road. It's yeah. things that you don't really want to think about. It's things that you, you know, are kind of like, no, like it's, it's just like a one night stand. It's just a hookup. But 
it does affect your future marriage. It does affect the way you view um, intimacy. It does affect, like there's so many things. It, it trains you for a variety. It trains you for selfishness. It trains you for a lack of intimacy. It, it trains you for like a lack of bond with one person because you're so used to hooking up with multiple people and you're so used to just trying to get whatever you want and being selfish and just pleasing yourself and not even kind of trying to go in and be like, Hey, how can I lay my life down and sacrifice myself for this person? Because that's what God calls us to do. It's like, you don't think about yourself. You lay your life down and you sacrifice for this person because that's what marriage is. It's a sacrifice, but you're lovingly doing it because you understand God's, you know, designed for marriage and a design for sex. And so it's like, sure, this person could be having sex, but you don't know what those, ramifications are going to be down the road with this person where they all of a sudden can't connect with someone intimately or they're struggling, struggling to feel like sexy or they're like, why is this person watching porn, but also sleeping with me? I don't really understand. It's like all these other areas that you're compromising that you're not, you know, able to maybe realize in the moment, Oh, that's actually damaging my future marriage. That's damaging future intimacy with my partner and just the way I look at sexuality And I think that's the thing that's not fun. It's not fun to hear. I don't even like saying that because it sounds really condemning. But I know for my own self that I look at my past and I'm like, wow, like the decisions I made in my past are going to affect my future. They're going to potentially hurt my future partner. And it's not that my partner is judging me or shaming me, but it does affect my partner and their past affects me as well within our marriage. And so those are just things that you want to think about is like, okay, I want to think about my partner and my future marriage and how to have the most successful and healthy marriage down the road. And the decisions you're making now will definitely impact that. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, it's important to realize too, like when you say you're a follower of Jesus, when you would consider yourself a believer, like it's time to lay down the things of our past. It's time to like the, like the Bible says, like, we are dead to our old selves and it's time to live in our new selves. And by saying and fully believing like, okay, life with Jesus is better. And that means I have to believe, I have to have faith that everything with Jesus can only be better because it's original intent and design. And so when you are saying something like, um, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a follower of Jesus, but you know, I just, I just don't agree with this one thing. So I'm going to do it this my own way. Like, you may experience um, gratification in the moment, but I would argue you're shortchanging yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I would argue that um, maybe maybe you are in love with your boyfriend, and maybe you guys are going to get married one day. You know, I don't know. Maybe you're not. But I would say that what you're doing is you're shortchanging potentially your relationship. You're shortchanging um, everything that God has for you because what God has for you is best and can only be better. And I think it start, it's time for us to, as believers and as a generation, to actually start falling more in love with the things that God has for us, including the stuff he tells us no about, the stuff that he tells us to wait on, the stuff, the regulations, if you want to call them that, you know, like the things that he gives us to protect us. You know, in Psalms 119, I actually was reading it, like I said before the podcast, and I actually was shocked by what I was reading because after verse 9, what we had earlier um, in verse um, 14, it actually says, I have rejoiced in your laws as much as in riches. And then later, um, down in, um, hold on, let me find it. Hold on, let me find it. And then in verse verse 20, um, it says, I'm always overwhelmed with a desire for your regulations. And now, 
we don't have to call them regulations because this is Old Testament. They're talking law. We don't have the law anymore, but we have Jesus who would still um, lay out ways for us to live that are going to be best. And so I think it's time for us as believers to fall in love with the things he's laid out in front of us mm-hmm. and start to believe that those things can actually, they can actually be better. Psalms 119 says we can walk in purity by obeying God's love. In other words, we can fall in love with God's love and his word. So Jay, practically, I think you both, you and I can chime in on this. Um, as someone that struggled with pornography in the past, someone who hasn't lived totally pure in past relationships, um, <laughs> and I know you would say the same, practically, what does it look like in your life, and I'll give some tips in mine, to walk in purity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, you know, it does, it does require a lot of catching your thoughts, because yeah. a lot of the times, like, I've mentioned this before on my by tribe is that the lust and the purity. Hey, stuff, um, please don't, please don't plug your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm blocking you. I'm blocking you. <laughs> hey, just I don't know why I had to make this about you, but anyway, continue. <laughs> no, it's only because this is fresh on my mind. I literally talked about lust and purity in my by tribe Bible study last week, so it's fresh on my mind. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The nasty. <laughs> the nasty. Uh, and now I lost my train of thought. But dang, I do that. Frank, what was I going to say, Caden? You were saying what you talked about in your abide tribe is catching thoughts. Thank you. Okay, yes. Thank you for helping me. Catching so thoughts. after you ruined me, and now thoughts. you help me. Is yeah. that lust and, and purity is actually kind of like one of those secret sins. Like it's a quiet sin yeah. that you don't see very much. Like maybe mm. your spouse will see or your boyfriend will see it. But otherwise, people don't really see it. And so a lot mm. of it is up here the battlefield is in your mind and so purity i think the reason why it's so important is that you can hide this like no one has to know you're watching porn no one has to know you're hooking up with that person no one has to know that you're sexting no one has to know that you're sending someone nudes like no one has to know but god knows and that's what's really scary and everyone's like well only god can judge me and i'm like and that should terrify you (laughs) because he does judge you and he will and it's not that he's condemning you but he you will take it stand before him and take an account for all the things you've done and so god knows your heart and so i think that to have purity in all these aspects is just so important because these are things that you can hide if you want to but to be able to walk in front of someone and wholeheartedly just be like hey you know i'm not doing that i'm not looking at that i'm not saving my boyfriend whatever like it is it's so life-giving and fulfilling to be able to walk in the light and not have a secret life of sin and to constantly have to do the confession thing over and over and over and over and over, which, you know, if that's your thing, if you need to keep confessing, please keep doing it. But I think it's just so it's such a freeing thing to just walk in the light and know, yeah, my thoughts, I might be struggling in that, but to be able to confess continually, have accountability, have people help you. I mean, that's definitely something that was really important for me is when I was struggling was just like, okay, who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to confess this to? Who needs to know? Who needs to be texting me? Hey, how are you doing? How's this struggle been? Um, And removing access, removing triggers, finding the reason why you're doing what you're doing. Um, Is it because you're bored? Is it because you're lonely? Is it because you wish you were with someone? Like, it's really important to identify the root as to why am I wanting to masturbate? Why do I want to look at porn? Why do I want to get on hinge and just sleep with someone random? And again, I'm not here to judge you, but I think it is so important for anything that we do to identify the why behind it. Because if you don't get so down to that, you're never going to solve it. 
Yeah. Um, and so purity, like I was saying, it's just one of those hidden things that no one has to know about, but I really genuinely believe it will manifest itself in somewhere and you're not going to like it. And your husband or your future wife is going to be like, where did this come from? You think that, you know, you're, you're done with your lust addiction or your pornography addiction and you get into marriage and then you're like, wait a second. So it's important to deal with that now in your singleness. It's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, there's a reason that singleness is so powerful. And one of the reasons is that you can get yourself right for whatever relationship that you're going to step into eventually. Um, for me in my life, like when I talk about walking purely in the things that are the tools that help me to do so, um, like Jay said, it, it's one knowing there's people in my corner that, um, keep me accountable, but are also there for me. Um, like one of, one of both of our good friends, Tracy Campbell, that guy is just so, so good for me in my purity um, and just keeping me accountable and keeping me on the right track. And the other thing is, is like Jay said, so much of this battle is in your mind. Like mm-hmm. I'm so big on making sure that you allow Holy Spirit to renew your mind daily so that you are thinking with the mind of Christ and you are thinking the way Christ thinks towards everything. And the Bible says to take every thought captive. So w- what is going to happen in your days, you're going to have, you're going to have thoughts and you might have thoughts about thoughts. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, pop off. That's, that's a word. Hey, you might have thoughts about thoughts. Someone tweet that. But what you need to do, need to, need to do is say, just because I had this thought doesn't need doesn't mean I need to act on this thought. So what I can do is I can take this captive, and I can ask Holy Spirit, would you renew my mind? Would you let me think about this in the way that you think? So maybe maybe um, you see a girl and she walks past you and you have a thought that um isn't isn't a good thought maybe it's a lustful thought you can think hey holy spirit actually what do you think about that person and they would say Mm -hmm. that they're pure that they're made with a purpose that they're not an object and and god will begin to speak to you and and download into your mind what he thinks and this the the last thing too is something that you it was massive for me is that you crave what you feed yep and so when you are feeding your your fleshly desires you're feeding yourself um, you're feeding yourself pornography. You're allowing yourself to sit and meditate on these thoughts. You're allowing yourself to get on hand. You're allowing yourself to um, hook up with people. You're allowing yourself to do all these things. You start to crave what it is that you're feeding on. Yep. Now, on the flip side, what you don't feed dies. Yep. So if you don't feed yourself those things, those cravings begin to shrivel away and die. And on the other side, you need to be feeding yourself the word of God. You need to be chewing on you need to be chewing on the word. You need to have it deep hidden in your heart. You need to be in the presence of God because, again, the things that you are feeding yourself are the exact things that you begin to desire. Yeah. So for, I guess, on this same topic of, like, um, practically what can we do to walk in purity, like, when it comes to temptation, and obviously I think I, I talked about this in the last episode, like, just because you're tempted doesn't mean you've sinned. Like, that's a lie of the enemy often is, like, when you get tempted – um, I feel like the enemy is always like chirps, like, well, you, you already thought it, so you might as well just do it. Exactly. You know, like, or you're already, you're already halfway there, so you might as well just like, whatever. Right. So like in those moments of temptation, Jay, like what do you think practically or spiritually are some things that listeners can do that um, can help them move past those things of temptation? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I have six steps that I'm going to be probably repeating myself here. Um, but number one is realizing that you, you do have the power to overcome it. It says in first Corinthians 10, 13, that no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. 
And so maybe the enemy has enslaved you and been like, you will never, ever become free. This is just who you are. You've just been a porn addict for 10 years. So that's just who you are. It's fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But this Bible verse just says right here, there is no temptation that God will not provide a way out of for you. And I just think that verse is so powerful because I think so many people believe that lie that they're just stuck or that it'll always be this way, but no, you can find freedom. And so just knowing that there's power in that. And so same thing that Caden said, watch what you entertain. It may not even be as drastic as to, you know, you're watching flat out porn, but it can be watching stuff on Netflix, watching TikTok, scrolling, looking at girls' bikini photos just a little bit too long. There's so many shows on Netflix that I will start, and midway through, I'm like, I have to stop watching this. It's the freaking show You. Did you watch that show? Uh, I had to stop. I had to stop as well (laughs) because I was like, what is this? And so it's like little things like that that like, you know, it's super easy to let this become a a slippery slope because you're just like, it's not that big of a deal. But that's where it starts because I know like even watching that freaking show, in my mind I was justified. I'm like, no, they're not really showing anything. And then I started to have these really sketchy dreams and I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. (laughs) Don't make that face. (laughs) So we're going to oh. pray for deliverance for Jay after the podcast <laughs> for privately. But <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but for real, like that's the type of stuff that we entertain. So watch what you entertain. Yeah. Um, secondly, same thing that Caden said is taking your thoughts captive. So that's 1 Corinthians 10, 5. So take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. And so hmm. what that looks like for me is if I have a thought, I immediately am like, no, I rebuke these thoughts in the name of Jesus. I'll leave my head in the name of Jesus. And I will Come immediately on. start thinking about like, something else or start speaking scripture over myself and it leaves. It always leaves. It might be a battle at first, but it leaves. And that's just like the power of Jesus's name. Um, Three is confession. So first John one nine says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And James five 16 talks about confessing and having someone pray over you. Confession is powerful because people like the enemy doesn't want you to confess that he wants you to keep it in secret. He wants you to think you're alone, especially for girls when it comes to the masturbation porn thing. He wants you to believe like, oh, no other girl struggles with this. It's just you. Don't tell anyone. It's a pretty like taboo thing to talk about. And so bring someone into your mess and let them, you know, sit in the mess with you and help you get out of that. Um, Four, again, is just removing access, finding your triggers, finding your reasons, so identifying that. Um, again, could, it could be boredom, loneliness, seeing a movie, hearing someone talk about it, et cetera, et cetera. So watch that. And then lastly is just submitting yourself to Christ and knowing that you can find freedom. And so yeah. James 4, 7 through 8 says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. That's first and foremost. And then you will res- resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. The first step is you submit yourself to God and you you invite God into it. And you say, God, I need you because we do. We cannot overcome this by ourselves. Um, and then you resist the devil by rebuking him and removing the access and not giving him a foothold and a door and open into your life. And again, you keep confessing and, and all those things because the enemy doesn't want you to confess. And so resist him by using Jesus's name. And the more you draw near to God, the more he will draw near to you. Yeah, that's so good, Jay. Those things are so honestly, you take those six steps, write them down. Um, and begin to implement them in your life, and you're going to experience so much freedom. Um, last episode, I talked about um, sin, and I talked about the power of sin, and um, ultimately how it has no power over us anymore. And so for the people that um, are struggling maybe with a pornography addiction or struggling with 
um, lust or any of those types of things, honestly, I would encourage you after this episode, maybe go listen to that last episode because I think maybe you just need to realize like the power you have over sin because of the power that Jesus has given you. And like Jay said, when she has thoughts, when she thinks things, she rebukes them in the name of Jesus because she carries the power to do so because the Holy Spirit lives inside of her. And the same is for you if you would consider yourself a Jesus follower. If you you had given your life to Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives inside you. You are in him and he is in you. And you have power over all of these things. Sin has already been broken. The chains are already gone. And it's just time to adopt them and say, like, I'm just not picking them up anymore. They're off me and they have no power over me. So I think those things are amazing. Um, I think I didn't have this written down or anything, but this is th- something I was thinking. Jay, let's maybe let's give some tips to some people um, under this umbrella of why does purity matter? Um, the people that are in a relationship right now that are believers that are struggling um, to stay pure. Maybe they're having sex. Maybe they're doing other things that they wouldn't say is sex, but it's still under right. the umbrella of sexual immorality. Like, what would you say to those people who have said it's we're too far gone? We've already had sex. We've already we're already doing it. We're already we're already on this path. We might as well just keep doing it. There's no way to turn back. What are what would you say to those people? What are some tips you would give them? Maybe for boundaries, um, for success, for ways to be um, successful in this area of purity in a relationship that already um, maybe has crossed those lines. Mm, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I understand you. Been there, done that. So you're not alone. Um, yeah. I'm not here to judge you. Secondly, you're not too far gone. Um, just because you made a mistake yesterday doesn't mean you can't make the right choice today. I oh. always say that to people. Like, it, ju- it doesn't matter what you did yesterday, which you did even an hour ago. It does not mean you cannot make the right choice today. And so I don't want you to sit into that lie and to think, well, we've already gone this far. We've already done it. It doesn't matter. Like It, it does matter because God yeah. calls us to be holy as he is holy and that's why it matters. And in, in First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8, um, it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body that in a way that is holy and honorable. And it's not that, again, that God's trying to rip you off. He's not just like pointing his fingers, being like, you're a sinner and you're messed up and you and your boyfriend shouldn't be doing this. Like, it's for a reason. And so I think... Try to dive deep into why does this matter? Why is this important to God? Not maybe yeah. just listening to what we're saying, but genuinely invest into that yourself and try to understand, okay, clearly there's something here. Why is this such a big deal to God? Why does this matter so much? And discover that with your boyfriend. And I think if you and your boyfriend or girlfriend cannot stop, then maybe you guys should take some time apart. Maybe you should bring some people in. Maybe you should break up. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but these are just suggestions. But tell someone, hey, we are sleeping together. Hey, we're hooking up. Hey, we're not living in purity. And same thing is get accountability. Get people that are checking up on you. Um, Have two or three friends that are continually being like, hey, how are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? And then I think, too, it's like before you even date the person, you want to know, hey, what are your boundaries? What are things you will do and you will not do? How far are you willing to go? And if they're going to be lackadaisical about that, then that ain't your person. It Mm, just ain't. Yep. And so you want to know that before you get into the relationship, but say you're, you're already into the relationship, obviously talk to the person, say, Hey, I really want to stop sleeping together. What are your thoughts on it? If they want to continue to, then you probably should break up with them because you're going to be dragged back down by this person. If they don't want to do that, it's really, really hard to overcome purity when someone else is dragging you back down and not doesn't agree with you in that. Um, and I understand that again, been there, done that. Um, and just try to, you know, really let some people in 
Um, and just know that you, you can do it again. It's not, you're not too far gone. Um, I feel like I'm becoming redundant, but I'm going to pass the mic to Caden now and I can bounce back off of you. You've been redundant. Yeah. Yeah, Have I? Thank you. Just kidding. You're killing it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you're killing it. I'm kidding. Um, and for everyone listening, I just, yeah, I've been ripping Jay cause I love her and <laughs> we, we just, we rip each we other do, all the freaking we, time. <laughs> we do that. We're actually both probably, um, biting our lips, like trying not to say stuff to each other during this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying not to say that. That's what she said. Like so many times. <laughs> I'm like, should I can't we, say that. I'm a Jesus should we, follower. Should we make the name of this podcast? Is that what she said? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, so bad. Don't so cast bad. me as that kind of girl. Clickbait, yeah. Like it's like been all clean, and then Jay comes on the podcast, and all of a sudden it's like a dirty title. Uh, <laughs> oh god. No, um, but I think everything you're saying is so good, Jay. I think um, for people that maybe are in that relationship that it has said that, let me just say this: there is redemption available mm-hmm. to you. Like this is not. There's not a dead end. There's not. There's no valley of dry bones that you're stuck in. But Jesus wants to take your relationship. He wants to bring it to life and life in the fullest would be in Jesus. And so I would encourage you if your significant other is on the same page as you, because that's going to be massive. Like Jay said, like that person needs to be on the same page. Then you too need to go to God. You need to go get in the presence of God together, begin to pray, begin to set him as the foundation of your relationship, because it's very easy um, outside of marriage to allow sex to become the foundation of your, your relationship. Like if that's what it was built on. And so I would say let's 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 kind of dig up some roots. Let's get down to the, the grassroots and let's figure out what we can set this relationship on. And if that's you guys can do that together, I think you can have a lot of redemption and healing and um, fullness in a relationship that's set on Jesus. Yeah, and, and I think the, that's good. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I like that you're even talking about, like, how you can do that together. I mean, like, I know that I'm saying, like, y'all should break up, but I'm saying – potentially break up if this person genuinely is like I will not I don't care what you say but I have seen some relationships where you know it's going to be really really hard once you've crossed the line it's really hard to uncross that line like really hard but it's not impossible and I think if you have two willing people if you both try to discover together what does this look like and then really set up like really clear boundaries hey how are we not going to get in this position again That'll be super helpful and share those boundaries with other people so they can hold you accountable. Absolutely. And that was the other thing I was about to say, Jay, is let's bring some people into your life. Like Christians die in isolation. Mm. We do. We just shrivel and we die because we were never meant to be alone. We were meant to have communion with Jesus and communion with others. That was the reason why we were created. And so when you are alone in a relationship, there's nothing worse than being in a relationship and lonely. Yep. I've been there. And yep, so what same. you want to make sure you do is you find community around you that goes, no, 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 that's not, that's not the best. The you should be doing that. that. <laughs> I know 100% Jay is going to be on my neck when I start dating somebody like, I'm hey, 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 freaking Luli. what are you guys doing? And yep. I think you need those people in your life that are behind you and in your corner and you know, just as God is, are acting out of love and saying like, we want the best for you because we love you. And I think that that's the basis of this conversation today and the basis of the answer to why does purity matter. I would say purity matters because, one, God loves you, and God has more for you. And what you don't want to do ever is buy into the, one, the lie of the enemy, and two, the lie of the world, that this is it, that this is the best, that um, it never gets better, that you're stuck here, that this is where it is. Because with Jesus, everything is forward, everything is future-based, and everything is better, always so I would just encourage you with that. Honestly, we're kind of at the end of our time. Um, 
we're actually this is like the longest podcast yet, Jay. How long is it? Thirty six minutes. You talker. You talk. No, but hey, um, Jay, do you have anything else that you you want to say before uh, we do our closing moments? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not trying to shame you. There is so much yeah. redemption. Um, you can find freedom from this, just as Kate and I both have as well. Um, and just look at it from the lens of like it is for your protection. God's not trying to rip you off. He's not trying to prevent you from having fun. It really. He sets these things up because he loves you, because he cares for you, because there's a better way. And his way genuinely is better. And just thinking about, you know, again, like, okay, will this be a blessing to my future spouse? Not just thinking about yourself, but genuinely thinking about your spouse and how you want to set up some things for a successful, healthy, godly marriage down the road. Um, God can redeem your past, but uh, and you're not too far gone. And there is hope and there is freedom. So even if you feel like you're hopeless, just know that there is hope in Jesus' name. And don't do this alone. You cannot do it alone. Absolutely. And I think the last thing I would say is I think you're looking – there's power in testimony. And you're looking at two people that have walked through um, – just walked through a, a, a jumbo of junk. and Lots of junk. Just so much junk. And, and we the junkyard. We just we, – we got junk in the trunk. <laughs> but we <laughs> – Stop. We well, let me say something I'm literally serious. Literally giving a podcast one star now. You should. <laughs> Any review would help at this point. <laughs> Shut up! I did so, not. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's so good. I cannot. Okay, I'm done. Uh, no, really though. Hey, leave a review. But let me say my last thought real quick before yeah, I tell yeah. you guys all the stuff. Um, I would say you're looking at two people that have walked through it, that have done it. And we're not lying to you when we say that the freedom and fullness that you step into when you give this to God and you begin to walk in purity is life-changing. Like life-changing. I, my life was changed. The way I lived was changed. The way I could love others was changed. The way I could be, what I could step into, all, everything in my life changed completely when I stepped into purity and, did, and took it seriously. And I just want to empower you and encourage you. You can do it in the name of Jesus um, because really it's, less about relying on what you can do and more relying on what God already has done. And so um, I think that's the last thing that I would say. Jay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Genuinely, let me just say this. You are one of my favorite people in the entire world. Mm-hmm. You, you are honestly better in person than you anybody could ever imagine. Like when people ask, I've had people ask me like, oh, how is, how is Janine? You know, oh, everyone always asks that. People like, always oh, how do is, that. Why how is, how is Jean? And I can genuinely look people in the eyes and say, like, I don't know if I, one, know a more encouraging person, a better person, a funnier person, mm-hmm. and someone that makes me, encourages me in my walk to be more like Jesus, encourages me. Um, I, I look up to in content creation and so much. Um, and so I just want to say I honor you so much. I love you. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast. Wow. And truly one of my favorite episodes we've done. Oh, I'm crying in the club. Crying in the, well, get out of the club. That's your problem number one. Why are you in the club? Why are you in the so, club? Thank you. That was so sweet. And I, I really appreciate that. And I love being on here. Um, hopefully see you soon. And um, yeah, I, I think one last thing I want to say is just everyone, it, it helps keep your conscience so clear when you just live in the light. It really Come does. On. You feel yeah. so free when you, you just do. live in the light. It really does make a difference. But anyway, that's it my really final does. thought. Thank you, Caden. And I'm excited to uh, see if this podcast blesses people. Same. I, I believe. In, I really believe it is. Hey, if it did bless you, if you were encouraged, um, be sure to like, subscribe, share it with a friend. 
Um, and like Jay said, leave a one star review. Leave one star. Uh, because honestly, any reviews at this point of the new podcast would help a ton because there's like three of them. So if you want, if you want, don't worry. Oh, Jay's leaving a review. I'm if you want to leave a review, <laughs> it helps us out so much here at Questions with Caden. And um, if you want to stay up to date, follow us along on all our socials. All of Jay's socials will be linked below. You're going to want to follow her on everything YouTube channel, her podcast, Happy and Healthy, um, her, her personal YouTube channel um instagram and her tiktok kind of pops off oh you you think that girl you you be killing tiktok i've been smacking some truth on there lately (laughs) the other day i went on there just like to watch some funny comedy videos you know and i got smacked by a word from jay and i was like shabba started speaking in tongues laying in my bed it's mid it's midnight and i'm like oh shabba i just it's He's got, baptized the Holy one? Spirit in your bed. Yeah. That one? You know, You're convulsing <laughs> when the, the demons just, start flying out of you? Yeah. Yeah, we finally got rid of those. Uh, praise God. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, honestly, hey guys, thanks for listening so much. We love you, uh, and we'll see you in the next one. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>